Hey everybody, how you doing? Joe McCall, REI in your car. Hope you guys are doing well. Just leaving now our monthly St. Louis Wholesalers Mastermind. I jokingly call it the Syndicate, but that's kind of not true. <laughs> We're uh, just a bunch of guys at Wholesale Deals and ladies that wholesale deals in the St. Louis area and we get together once a month. It's a lot of fun. I get a lot out of it and it's pretty cool because there's always somebody in the group who's got a house to sell that somebody else in the group wants to buy or somebody's got money to lend and somebody's looking to borrow some money. There's, we co-wholesale deals amongst each other all the time. Some guys buy deals, some guys wholesale deals, and uh, it's pretty cool. There's a lot of times somebody will have a seller or let's say a particular property that needs too much work and somebody else, you know, they just may not want to do the rehab, right? But somebody else is willing to do the rehab. And so it's pretty cool. The the point of me bringing all that up is you guys should consider doing that. Some of you, I, I really believe in masterminds and networking. I don't look at competition as my enemy. I look at competition as potential partners, people that I can possibly do business with in the future on certain deals. And so you should be looking at that as well. You should be networking with other wholesalers, other investors and property managers and rehabbers and contractors and realtors. Oh my goodness, God forbid an investor would network and partner with a realtor. Because, you know, somebody's going to have something that you need at some point in time, and you're going to have something that somebody else needs. And if you can approach business just in general with a go-giver attitude of like, how can I help you grow your business? It always, always comes back to you in rewards. Like, again, if you can say, hold on one second, got to figure this out. There's just something to be said about that abundance mentality. And you find that if you can help other people, if you're willing to help other people, it'll come back and benefit you in many ways. And uh, it's so true in business. And I know the guys that are very stingy and closed, you know, tight-fisted with their quote-unquote secrets, those guys tend to struggle. Um, and they don't tend to do very well and they're very unhappy right? There are no secrets in this business. Is, is there? I mean, does anybody here listening to this have a secret that nobody else knows about? I kind of doubt it. There's no secrets in this business. There's no secret magic list. There's no secret strategy or marketing tactic that nobody else knows. So, like, get over yourself, right? Get over yourself. Be nice. Okay, so I was going to talk about something that we were talking about in this meeting, and I think it's important. Uh, we were there's two students that were there uh, of mine at the meeting today, and uh, they've done regular wholesaling, and now they're starting to get into lease options. Hold on one second. And these are really cool guys. They're taking massive action, and we were starting to talk about lease options, and um, one of the things that they were asking me about, and I think it's important to just reiterate to everybody. Um, like they were bringing up a lot of objections and things that sellers say. And so we were kind of role-playing a little bit and what they say, what the seller says and things like that. 
And I immediately picked up on what the problem was. Because they're complaining that, you know, they're just... It's too... Not, what am I trying to say here? They were, tr they were just asking questions like, how do I overcome these objections? And when I was asking them, well, what did they say? Again, I immediately knew what was going on. And I think this is a simple problem to fix that a lot of people deal with, especially when you're doing something like lease options where somebody's, you know, a lot of people have not heard of it before. But like the minute you get into sale mode, presentation mode, um, as Claude Diamond calls it, um, sorry for anybody who gets offended easily, uh, premature presentation mode, <laughs> okay? You've lost, like, stop it. You just might as well quit and pack up your bags and go home. Like, don't, you gotta be super careful and, and be careful and avoid this temptation to get a little uncomfortable and try to explain away what you're doing. And like, without pre-qualifying the seller to see if there's really even a need for what you're doing or what you're wanting to offer. And once you start getting into sales presentation mode on the phone, explaining all the benefits of a lease option you've lost. So you need to turn it around and remember that you're the one asking the questions. You need to get the seller to sell you on their home. And why would they want to do a lease option on their home? If so, if they bring up objections, a great answer, and write this down, is, I don't know. That's a great question. Why do you ask? I don't know the answer to the house. I've not seen your home yet. It's another great answer. It's a good question. I don't know. I've not seen the home yet. Uh, tell me a little bit more about why you ask that. So he or she who answers the question stays in control. You've got to stay in control. And the best way to do that is to ask questions. You answer questions with questions. You could go into all of the best answers in the world of why they shouldn't be worried about that or shouldn't be worried about this. But if they don't want to do a deal today, then you're wasting your time. So if they ask a question like, well, what if a tenant buyer trashes my property? You say, that's a great question. Let me ask you something. Why did you ask it? Or you could say, you know, once they tell you why, then you could say, you know what? If I could show you a way that I could take care of all the maintenance and repairs or you can say something like if I could show you a way where you wouldn't really have to worry about that or the or the likelihood goes way down what would you want to do then or if I could show you a way if I could if I could take care of all the maintenance and repairs for you is there any reason why we couldn't do a lease option today find out what their questions and objections are and find out why they are bringing those up so your job is to be a truth seeker and a truth giver you don't want to promise or overpromise things that you can't deliver. And so you're always giving out the truth and you're seeking the truth. You're seeking for why the seller is concerned about these things. And it's okay to get a no. I just did a podcast on this the other day. You want to get to a no as quickly as possible. A yes or a no as soon as possible. You, uh, The maybes will kill you, right? And if you start getting into presentation mode where you're explaining all the benefits you'll lose those deals. You'll lose way more than you'll win. So you need to pull away, stop chasing the seller, and get them to chase you. You start off the conversation with things like, you know, that's a great question. I don't know the answer, but let me ask you some more questions about your house to see if this would even be something I would be interested in. I only buy nice homes in nice neighborhoods. So tell me, is your house a nice home and is it a nice area? 
It sounds like a nice home. Why haven't you sold it yet? Gosh, you know what? That's a great question, you know. Why don't you just list it with a realtor? Truth seeker. You want to be a truth seeker. And sell the no. Get them to say no. So it's exact opposite of what they're thinking or they're expecting for you to do, right? You could even start the conversation with, listen, I'm going to... I'm interested in your house. I'm looking for an investment property that I can lease for a year and then buy. Can I just ask you a few questions about your house? And if you're not interested in this, it's totally cool if you just tell me no. Is that okay? So, do you get my point? I don't want to belabor this any longer than I need to, but I think it's really important that you think about when you're talking to sellers and you're making offers, you need to be off the phone in three to five minutes. You should know if they're motivated or not within three to five minutes. And you don't want to get into presentation mode until you pre-qualify them. It's okay to fire the sellers. What does a doctor or a lawyer do when you go and meet with them? All right, where does it hurt? What's the problem here? And that needs to be your, hold on a second. You need to be, you need to think of yourself mentally as the lawyer or the doctor in this situation. And you need to be the one asking the questions. It'd be a little awkward, wouldn't it, if the uh, patient came into the doctor and said, well, tell me about your practice. Like, where did you go to school? And uh, how long have you been practicing medicine? And uh, why should I uh, help? Why should I let you help me? What do you think a doctor's going to say if you come into their appointment with them like that? You know what? Uh, I don't think you're you're ready for this you know I've got 20 other people waiting for me right now Uh, my time's a little valuable so uh, why don't you go look for another doctor down the street you know do you think they would do you think they would ask or answer all those questions I mean maybe some would Um, but and they're not they're not bad questions I'm not saying that they're stupid questions but it's like you need to have that attitude of uh, I my time is valuable I'd love to have your business mr. seller but I don't need your business. So why don't you just go list your house with a realtor? Why don't you just sell the house yourself? Oh, well, you don't want to or you can't. Okay, so why why won't why won't your house sell? You had it listed with a realtor. Why didn't they sell it? It looks like a nice home. What was the what was the problem? And this is another great question. What are you gonna do? Let me just ask you a, 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 a what's the word I'm looking for? A, a hypothetical question. What are you going to do if you can't sell the house? Are you going to rent it out? You see where I'm going with all this? This stuff takes practice. It takes guts. You need to be willing to say no. And you need to be willing to get the seller to chase you. You can't chase the sellers. This is a really common rookie mistake that if I'm just telling you, if you want to avoid a lot of wasted time and effort and frustration, this is how you need to approach your conversations with sellers, whether you're doing lease options or not. Um, cool. All right. So I hope that helps, guys. And I'm out of here. Listen, if you want a, um, a real simple wholesaling course, like without all of the complexity and without all of the fancy jargon and 500 different ways to do marketing, and if you just want like how to do a deal with like one-page contracts and stuff like that, and I wish I would stop saying like, like, you know what I mean? Like, then uh, go to flipmindmap.com, flipmindmap.com, or you can text the word flip to 313131. Again, text the word flip to 313131, and I'll get you this mind map we put together on how to wholesale a deal from beginning to end without any of the, the fluff or the hyperbole 
or fancy stuff, just real simple. You get our simple contracts and marketing pieces and scripts and a little calculator we have to calculate your offers and stuff like that. We have videos walking through the mind map and a transcripts of the videos too. So go check that out. You're going to like it. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Text the word FLIP, F-L-I-P, to 313131. See you guys. Take care.